we are excited that you have decided to join us. Uh, I'm Chris, and this is my wife, Beth. And we're pastors here at Hope Community Church here in the Eastern Panhandle of West Virginia. And we're doing a thing now, uh, a sermon series called Under the Hood. And it's about getting into the mechanics of, um, of our church and, and, and really the drivetrain. You know, the paint can be shiny on the outside, but if the car doesn't run, it's kind of pointless. Right. So we're covering all of our core values or six of them. And this week, uh, we covered generosity. And a lot of people talk about generosity in the, in the sense of money. And that's the only way they talk about it. Like if you're going to be generous, it's got to be with money. Uh, we'd like, we wanted to come at that at a different angle. Uh, there's another video we did about marriage and how you can be generous in your marriage. Uh, but in this one, we wanted to talk about specifically being generous towards your kids. We have three kids. Our oldest one will be 22 uh, in February. And then we have a 19 year old daughter who is engaged to be married. And then we have a 17 year old son. And so uh, both of our daughters are off at college and doing the whole preparing for adult. We have one that's graduating this year and um, our son's getting ready to knock out a um, getting close to knocking out his high school career. And, mm-hmm. and so, so we want to just look into uh, raising kids and equipping kids and talk about generosity. Now, I'm not going to talk about spoiling your kids or buying them dirt bikes or anything like that. We're talking about generosity uh, as far as how we show love to our kids. Mm-hmm. And and we found out, uh, why don't we read that definition of generosity? You're reading again? my mind. Yeah. I thought it's a good definition. So um, the definition is liberal in giving, open-handed, marked by abundance or ample proportions. Yeah. So... Uh, what we found out is everybody um, gets love in a certain way, couple ways maybe, and everybody mm-hmm. gives love in a couple mm-hmm. ways. Uh, we've years ago read through a book called The Five Love Languages. We're currently going through another book about how you how you give and receive love, mm-hmm. and they talk about making deposits and withdrawals, or filling up a tank, or, or a bank, a love bank, yeah. a love tank, right. So if you're into finances, use the bank. Right. <laughs> if you're into something else, use the tank. So uh, your kids actually have that. Sure. Early on, you start to realize if you'll pay attention. So we have three kids. They're all different, mm-hmm. different very personalities, different. Mm-hmm. and they all give and receive love very differently. Mm-hmm. And um, some of them or some of them are like me. Some of them are like you. Mm-hmm. And uh, some of them are not like either of us. <laughs> but... Uh, so it's important, number one, just like in your in your spouse, number one is to pay attention to your kids yeah. enough to know, to know what, yeah. by default how they give and receive love. And and we start doing that kind of early and realize that that we have that we have kids that are kind of physically affectionate, want hugs all the time, and that we have the don't right want hugs at all or want a fist bump. And, right. So one of the ways you're definitely going to see that as you're they're younger is is how do they what do they do? Are they are they helping you around the house? Are they yeah. they want to help you sweep or they want to help you vacuum or like Chris said with the hugs. Um you know, are they always making you something? Are they giving yeah. you gifts? So you're going to you're going to see that sort of thing. You'll you'll start to recognize how they they tend to show their love towards you. Yeah. So one big thing I th- I think is important. I haven't always been good at this, but your kids need to hear generous speech. Mm-hmm. They they need to hear you communicating uh, your words generously to them. 
there's going to be plenty of time for discipline, mm-hmm. plenty of time. We'll get into that in a second, but they need to hear generous speech. Um, and, and I'm not talking about, uh, you know, just fluff. Oh, right. Oh, you just did. Yeah, yeah. I'm talking about, I'm talking about reinforcing who God made them, right. reinforcing the qualities that God put in them and doing it in a way that's believable, mm-hmm. that's, um, transparent, doing it in a way that builds them up into the person that God created them right. to be. You know, one of the, when I think about that, I think about early childhood education a little bit and how they, they try to tell you, okay, fi- you find them doing something good. Yeah. And just say to them, you know, I really like the way you're doing that. Yeah. yeah. And that's, that's an easy way to just speak in, um, speak into their lives. And like Chris said, to be able to just sort of help them notice the gifts and talents and abilities that God's, yeah, God's starting good. to build up and grow in them. Yeah. So many times, and, and, and we got in this trap, uh, at different seasons of life, uh, where you, the only time you say really you're having converse, real conversations with the children is when it's discipline. Mm-hmm. Like we got to sit them down and have a conversation mm-hmm. or it's always like, you didn't do that right. You didn't do that right. You didn't do that right. And you actually get into this mode where, where there's something going on and you, and you need them to fix it. And you're afraid if you say anything positive about anything, that it'll mean that you approve oh. of whatever bad they're doing. <laughs> and, yeah. and uh, we found out that's not true, no. that there's tons of things that both things can be happening at the same time. You can be disciplining and reinforcing what God made them to be all at the same time. And, and matter of fact, God does that to us as adults. He, we can be in the middle of discipline and he can be reaffirming who mm-hmm. he's created us to be. Right. And so they need to hear generosity in words towards them, but they also need to be hearing generosity between parents, mm-hmm. setting the example. Right. And so, it's it's a little less believable if they hear us at each other's throat all the time and then turn around and compliment them mm-hmm. because because we're not actually modeling it between us. And so when we turn to them to say something generous towards them, it it might is not gonna not gonna feel real or right. genuine. Right. So the one key is they're all different. Mm-hmm. I right. think that's the biggest right. thing. With us, it's, it's, it's not easy, but it's easier because yeah. it's just you. Yeah. With them, you're trying to figure out all three of them and, and it's, it, again, it just doesn't come down to a formula. They, and the other part you need to understand is everybody needs a little dose of all of those things. Yeah. It's just where they're going to need it the heaviest or where they're going to feel the most loved. Yeah. So don't try to paint a broad brush. If you have mm-hmm. multiple kids, um, Pay attention to each child and how they're different and then respond to them in a way that they, they can receive it. Because here is the big thing. You want your child walking around filled up mm-hmm. in a society where everything is vying for their attention. Everything is vying for their love. Everything is geared towards getting them intoxicated with something else. Mm-hmm. It is a parent's role to keep them filled up with enough love that they're not seeking that out mm-hmm. uh, as teenagers. And so the way they date has a lot to do with whether they received enough love in the house right. 
Um, the, the way they can manage relationships outside the house has a lot to do with the reinforcement they received inside. So what we figured out is if our, if our kids went out empty, they would go out trying to fill that up. Mm -hmm. If they left full, overflowing, right. Then they, then they would, then they would interact with people way different. Mm -hmm. And so it's really a parent's responsibility to, to figure that out. Your, your four year old's never going to come to you and say, Hey mom, just, just wanted to let you know. My love language is words of affirmation. Um, they don't even have the language to be able to communicate that. So it's a parent's job to pay attention enough to figure that out. And then, and then even if it's not, uh, I'll be honest with you, physical touch in the sense of hugging and you know, is not mine. Uh, like I'm fist bump type of guy. And, and we, some of our kids are definitely physical touch. Yep. And so. Instead of, of three, actually. Well, instead of being awkward about it, I need to embrace that and, yeah. and realize, hey, I need to give them hugs and I need to put my arm around them and tell them I'm proud of them. That's the words of That's affirmation. That's the words of affirmation. They don't need that necessarily. No, I'm kidding. They do. So here's something else that you do with your chi that that ends up being a result of that with your children. Children's image of God is mm -hmm. developed in the house. Right. It's really developed in the house. Mm -hmm. So if, if you're bent towards discipline all the time and then you turn around and tell them, well, God loves you, they're going to real, they're going to have an image of God that's, that's a, that's a strict disciplinarian and he's just waiting on me to do something wrong. Right. If you can show them, look at the end of the day, God loved us when we were unlovable. Mm -hmm. He was generous in his love to us that he would come, that Jesus would come and die for us. That's overflowing generosity. Mm -hmm. And so, so uh, I know what it looks like. We, we end up, you know, getting irritated. We end up withholding from them. And that's not the image of God. God doesn't get irritated and withhold from us. So what happens is, is when, when we as parents can model that in front of our kids and, and give them unconditional love and be generous like that in a way they can understand, then all of a sudden their image of God it's, their their image healthy. of God is healthy right. and they realize, wait a second, God's not just looking to punish me. He's looking to, he loves me. And so we just encourage parents to pay attention to their children enough. Don't, don't just land on, well, this is the way it happens with me. And so obviously they're my kids and they're going to understand mm -hmm. it that way, but pay attention enough to know how they give and receive love. There's some books out there. I mm -hmm. think the Love Language book. They, they have, one, have one for kids. Yeah. For teens, too, I think. I think there's even different age groups. Yeah, because teens like to change it up on you as well. <laughs> you know, those hormones get raging. So really, maybe take this week. Maybe maybe your kids are young and and you're just starting out and, and you have an opportunity. You haven't made any mistakes yet. Uh, you, you have the opportunity to sit down and just start paying attention. Uh, maybe you got a four or five year old in the house. You start paying attention to kind of what makes them tick and then start feeding that, start reinforcing it. Mm -hmm. But maybe even you have teenagers and you think, you say, Chris, man, I like I've blown it. Uh, it's never too late. Mm -hmm. Just, just start this week. Start. And you know what? They, re they really light up when I give them a genuine compliment. Start doing that. Mm -hmm. Start doing that. You don't have to have some big speech. Just start giving them, Hey, you know what? I noticed you, I noticed in this crazy time we're living, you're getting good grades, man. I just really appreciate that. I knew, I believe in you. I know you can do it. I know you can pull it off. So just give them just maybe it's quality time. Maybe just take them to 
go get some ice cream where, or something. Right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, don't know where you can go. Chick Fil A drive through. There you go. Maybe it's doing something for. Them. Maybe it is a gift. Mm-hmm. Maybe gifts is their love language, and 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 maybe it's just stopping after work and picking them up something nice and giving it to them out of the blue when it's not a holiday. Mm-hmm. Pay attention enough to your kids to know how they give and receive love, and then be generous towards that. You want to fill them up. You want them to leave the house overflowing. And it'll change the way they relate with everybody. And you want to present that image of God right. in a in a real way to 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 be a good representation of Him. And so, um, uh, I challenge you to do it this week. Keep doing it, and uh, and I believe it'll make a difference. It really will. And so, we're praying for you. Being a parent is not easy. No. Being in a relationship is not easy. So we're praying for you. And, uh, we believe, um, we believe that God wants to do great things through you and your kids. And so we're excited about it. Join us next week. We'll be talking about another core value here with, uh, with relationships and kids. We'll see you then.